my friends. And welcome to English Flow. I'm Chloe. And this is O. And we are two educators making a show for you, English learners. That I've been really excited about, O, is a new board game. Tell me about it. It's called Ticket to Ride, and my grandma sent it to me. It is so fun. I can't stop playing this game with everybody that I can find. It's um, it's a game where you're building train routes through Europe, and it sounds really simple. It sounds a little boring even, but the strategy involved is really exciting. The game is really well designed, and I just love it. I think I saw it in your bag. Did you bring it here? I <laughs> I've been bringing it everywhere. Even yesterday, I met a couple of friends in a park, and we started playing at like seven forty-five p.m. So we had to finish the game in the darkness in the no. park. But everybody loved it so much that we wanted to keep playing. Even though you could not really see anything, that's amazing. I love it. What's new with you? Well, I have been thinking of moving from my apartment to a new apartment, and this is actually our topic of our mini show today of what it's like to move in New York City. Um, I finally decided that it is time for me to um, get a new space. I've been living in my apartment with my two cats for three years now. I love it, but this building is really old and a lot of things are just starting to annoy me and frustrate me. Just you know, kind of a lot of small things making me cringe, like, oh, I have to go turn this water off again, or, oh, there's no hot water to take a shower. So we are going to make a move. Cringe. That's a good word that you used. Cringe is just like, ugh, when your whole body gets so tight and you just, yeah. ugh. Sometimes... You cringe when somebody does something embarrassing. Or if you see something really gross. Something yeah. like, uh, I don't know, maybe some worms on a plate. And yeah, you and your your face becomes small. Like a uh, prune. <laughs> yes. Um, if we had a video, we'd show you what it looks like. But we you can feel can share it, it on Instagram. Yeah, we'll share it on Instagram. That's a good idea. Um so let's talk about moving in New York. Um, what, what do you think, oh, is the, the number one way that people look for a new apartment in New York City? I think that the website Craigslist, mm -hmm. a lot of people are familiar with. It's a website where you can sell things like furniture or bicycles or really anything where you can put listings of apartments, meaning 
photos and information of apartments that are available. Um, jobs. Yep, jobs. All kinds of things, really. Yeah. If you teach a language or you teach an Instagram, uh, an Instagram, if you teach an instrument, <laughs> you can, um, you can post a listing mm-hmm. or an ad on Craigslist, um, a lot of things like that. So you're, you've been looking on Craigslist for apartments. Correct. And it is such a stressful process in New York City. Why? First of all, there are so many different neighborhoods. Okay. So, for example, I live in Brooklyn, which is the borough of New York City. There are five boroughs. Mm-hmm. And there are... How many neighborhoods do you think oh are gosh. in Brooklyn? At least 25. I think so, yes. So, and each neighborhood is very different. Different kinds of people live there. The cost or the price of living is different. Yeah. The food available, the, you know, the schools or shops and restaurants and bars, everything is different in different neighborhoods. And you have to think about what kind of commute you might have. Yes. So in every neighborhood... Um, there is going to be different access to the subway, mm-hmm. to buses. Olena has a car, so she wants to think about parking, probably. Parking is just impossible yeah. <laughs> in New York City, so I honestly just want an apartment that is close by mm-hmm. to a subway station. Yeah. Um, and... People who live in the city know that different subway lines are better than others. Yes. But back to Craigslist. Um, So Craigslist is probably one of the most popular sites, but there are some other sites Mm -hmm. uh, where you can look at just apartments. Some sites like Street Easy or Zillow. Zillow or Trulia. It's not very important, the names of the sites, but some sites Mm -hmm. have been made just to find apartments. But why would you use Craigslist and not these websites only for apartments? I think it is because on Craigslist, often people who own the building or who have been living in a certain house for a long time they rent it out themselves. Okay. And they don't charge you um, for this thing. It's called the broker's fee. Right. So can we talk about what a broker is? Yes. A broker is somebody who works for an agency, a real estate company, who shows you apartments. Mm -hmm. So they would take you... You know, show you around, ask you if you're interested, do the paperwork, and you have to pay them. Yes. And how much do you usually have to pay a broker? One month rent. Wow. So, everybody, listen. (laughs) If if your rent is $2,000, you have to pay 
$2,000 to the broker just for showing you the apartment and giving you paperwork. That's all they do. I know. It's pretty, pretty crazy, expensive, and often frustrating because brokers show apartments or the same apartment to many people. Mm -hmm. And then it feels like a competition. Yes. So you're competing against the other people interested in that apartment. So you have to move really quickly. Yes. You have to have your money ready, your paperwork ready, you know, and your application because apartments get um, taken within a few days. Yes. So before we talk about that, I wanted to ask you one more question about the website. Yes. Are there any scams? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> um, this website, of course, just like many, many others, is famous for or known for um, having people who scam you, meaning people who give you wrong information, um, who try to just steal from you or get your money. Um, and so, for example, I saw a listing for an apartment this morning on Craigslist. And again, a listing is like an ad for an apartment or a job. Right. So an advertising for an apartment. And it said beautiful one bedroom apartment with washer and dryer and all these things in the apartment for $700. And how did you know that was a scam? Well, New York City is super expensive to live in mm -hmm. and usually let's say in Brooklyn, a one-bedroom apartment costs about 1300 at least, and it can go anywhere up to thousands of dollars. Yes, and also just so you know, if you're spending 1300 a month on an apartment, it will not be in the center of everything. Mm -hmm. This will be you know, 30 minutes on the train to work at least. Right. Um, anyway, yeah, there are a lot of scams. They get your information, mm -hmm. you send them money, and the apartment doesn't exist. Exactly. But that's why it's important to see the apartments in person. Mm -hmm. So, Elena, can you talk a little bit about what apartments in New York look like? How big are they? What things do they have? What do they not have? Well, the older buildings in the city, you know, they're all built in very similar ways. So really, a one-bedroom means you have a living room, mm -hmm. a kitchen, mm -hmm. a bathroom, and another room where you sleep in, meaning the bedroom. Right. So technically... You have two rooms, but we call that a one-bedroom apartment. Right. So I think that's something that's very American mm -hmm. because in many countries, 
when you have two rooms, it's a two-room apartment. It doesn't matter what you use that Mm -hmm. room for. But I think, um, at least from my experience in Europe, usually if there's a two-room apartment, you have a really small room near the door, the Mm -hmm. main door to the apartment. So you can take off your shoes there, you can take off your coat there. Uh, In in New York City and in America, we don't have that. So I think that's why it's called a one-bedroom or a two-bedroom, because if you have two rooms, the door, the main door to the apartment will open into directly into one of those rooms. Right. So you don't really want to sleep there. Exactly. So, for example, my door of the apartment opens directly into my living room. Mm-hmm. So I have my couch here, I have a table, I have bookshelves, right? And then in my bedroom, that's where I actually would sleep. Right. Um, and are apartments in New York big or small? Most, if not all, of the apartments are relatively small. Mm-hmm. And... Also, they don't usually have a washing machine. Right. They don't usually have a dishwashing machine. A dishwasher. Dishwasher. Yeah. Um, so a lot of them might not have a lot of closets. Right. Also, or storage, as we say. So, you know, the new buildings, now that they're building... Um, have a bit of a larger kind of floor plan, but really not Not that much. much. Not much, Mm -mm. yeah. And what about elevators or stairs? Like, do most apartment buildings have elevators here? I would say that buildings with, I don't know, over eight floors Mm -hmm. usually have elevators. Okay, listen to that. Buildings with over eight... (laughs) Floors usually have elevators. So if you live on the sixth or seventh floor in a lot of buildings, you are walking up Mm -hmm. those stairs. Right now, my building is six floors, Mm -hmm. I believe, and there is no elevator, only stairs. But you live on the second floor. Yes, so I got lucky. Yeah, I think that's, that's one of the more difficult things about New York City apartments. And also we have kind of funny elevators in most buildings, um, (laughs) unless it's a a new building, like 10 years old or newer. A lot of times you have to open the elevator door yourself. So many elevators outside of New York City, you press the button and when Mm -hmm. the elevator is on your floor, the doors open. By themselves but in New York when the elevators on your floor you have to open the door with your hand <laughs> which is just a little different than in other cities in, in America yes we have some really old buildings and really old elevators not to say that the buildings are ugly or terrible or falling apart yeah but they're nice. just you know, we call them pre-war. Exactly, I was going to say. Yeah. It's something, if you 
Um, if you live in a beautiful old building, mm-hmm. they would call it a pre-war building or pre-war construction. What what war? <laughs> I think it's pre-World War II, but I'm not sure. Unclear, but it is vintage. Yeah, <laughs> and those are actually really nice buildings mm-hmm. because a lot of new construction is made so that the walls are very thin and you can hear your neighbor. Yes. So in pre-war buildings, usually the walls are thicker. Uh, you know that the building is strong because it's still there. And um, there's a lot of beautiful little, um, you know, little decorations in the building. Maybe the floors have a nice pattern in the wood. Maybe bricks. Bricks, yes. Um, maybe you have beautiful windows mm-hmm. or nice molding. Yep. Um, and the molding, that's a good word, molding is like a piece of decorative wood that is where the wall and the floor meet or where the wall and the ceiling meet Um, and it just makes the wall look nicer when it's meeting the floor or a window or the ceiling. It just looks fancier. It looks fancy, exactly, Mm -hmm. for no real reason. Yes, and I know as we talk about apartments we mention rent and Mm -hmm. how much it is and I know to a lot of people hearing that your rent for one month meaning how much you pay for one month of living in your apartment can be two thousand dollars that's a lot of money yeah that is a huge amount of money that unfortunately you just have no yeah no way of getting around yeah, um, and that's kind of on the lower end of things mm-hmm. in New York. Um, it's it's tough. It's really tough. And another question, Elena, when you pay, let's say, $2,000 a month for rent, mm-hmm. does that include electricity and gas and water? So it depends on the building, mm-hmm. but usually the heat... And hot water is included. Okay. But, for example, I pay for um, gas, I pay electricity, I pay, you know, for the internet. Right. And things like that. So, a $2,000 apartment might actually cost, like, 2200 Correct. Okay. And let's talk about when you finally find an apartment you love. Mm-hmm. Well, first, how many apartments do you think you're going to have to see before you pick your apartment? I think at least four or five. Yeah, that sounds right. And, you know, like we said, that things move so quickly mm-hmm. that after seeing those four or five apartments, you might need to make that yeah. decision yeah. immediately. Right. But some people view up to 10 apartments or 15 if they really have a specific idea of where they want to live. Or some people see just one or two. Yes. (laughs) I don't like looking at apartments and when I have to move I get very stressed 
by the idea of not having an apartment at all. Um, Let's talk about the timelines because it's, it's very stressful. So in New York, you can, your rent, your lease and your rent will start on the 1st or the 15th of the month. Mm -hmm. So that means that we have two week cycles. So if you decide that you're going to move on August 1st, that means you have from August 15th, or from July 15th till July 31st to find an apartment. I know in some cities, if you want to move by August 1st, you can find an apartment in April or March. No. No way. You have two weeks. That's it. You have two weeks. So for me, when I'm looking for a new apartment, I always think, okay, this could be the last one. I need it. Exactly. <laughs> and every, everybody that wants to move is all looking in two weeks. It's crazy. It is crazy. And sometimes you feel like, oh man, if I don't take this apartment, will I find a better one? Yeah. You know, is this the best option? If I wait, will I get a better deal? Or maybe I won't be able to find anything like the one I just saw. It's so hard. Yes. And we sign a lease. Mm -hmm. And a lease is like your agreement that you will rent this apartment. And often in New York, you sign a year lease. So you have to decide, will I sign another lease in this apartment for another year? Or will I sign a new lease? Or sometimes you don't have the option to sign a lease. So you think, will I find an apartment or be homeless? (laughs) Hopefully find an apartment. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's stressful. But we always find apartments. It's just a stress. Um, so when you find that apartment, you said you need paperwork. Mm-hmm. What kinds of paperwork do you need to show? You might need to show your credit score. Right. So if you have a good credit history, meaning you can actually pay off, you know, any debt you have. Right. You might have to show um, how much you earn right. in your job per year. So we can show that with what we call pay stubs. And a pay stub is just a piece of paperwork that comes with every paycheck you get. So when you get a paycheck, um, you get a piece of paper attached to that paycheck, and you should keep that if you live in America, because you will need to show it for things like getting an apartment. And that proves that you, you'd show like four or five pay stubs, and they, they would see that mm-hmm. you get a regular income. And then they believe you finally that you can pay for yes, this apartment. Exactly. Yeah. But then, you know, once all paperwork is ready and you sign that lease, then come my two least favorite things. One, packing, and two, unpacking. I think my least favorite <laughs> is paying money because another thing in, in New York, so you usually have to pay first month's rent, last month's rent, a security deposit, and a broker's fee. 
This is actually not so bad once you already have an apartment, but for your first apartment, that's a lot of money. So it's $2,000 first mm -hmm. month's rent, the last month's rent, now we have $4,000. The security deposit is usually an entire month's rent, yes. so that's $6,000. And the broker's fee is the same as one month's rent, so that's $8,000. Right, so the security deposit is basically... Um, a way of whoever is renting you the apartment of the owner to make sure that if you move, if there is damage right. to the apartment, that's the money they use to fix it. Right. So if Olena broke a window and moved, <laughs> they would take her security deposit. But if everything's okay, mm -hmm. she'll get it back. Exactly. Um, but since you will not have to pay last month's rent here, mm -hmm. and you will get your security deposit back. Hopefully. You can just take that money for yes. your new apartment. And, yeah. And okay, packing, unpacking, moving. Ah. I have to get um, some kind of a truck. Right. We call it a U-Haul, yeah. which is just a company, mm -hmm. but it's moving vans. Yes, moving vans. Um you know, depending on how many things you have. I have to take apart my furniture, my table. Yes. I have to take apart my bed. I have to... What do you mean take apart your bed? Into pieces so okay. that, you know, I could put it in a more compact way, meaning take do, less... In a smaller space. Exactly. Less space on that moving van that I rent. Um, you know, all the clothes in your closet and books and dishes and kitchenware. It's so... And cats, obviously. Yes. That's a lot of so things. So what things do you need to pack? So you need the, the moving van or the U-Haul. Yes. You need boxes. Right. You need uh, bubble wrap. I never use it. Okay. I just risk it all. You risk it all, but let's tell the listeners what bubble wrap is. <laughs> bubble wrap is like a plastic packing wrap, and you can wrap items in it so they don't break. Mm -hmm. And kids love bubble wrap. Yes. Cats love bubble wrap because you can pop it. Mm -hmm. Pop. It is fun. It's fun to pop. I don't like to use it. <laughs> yeah, it's expensive. It is. And, um,. You'll obviously need some help from friends. Definitely. I've moved so many times in New York City already that I feel the process is already inside of me. Yeah. I know it, you know, from start to finish. But every time, I would say, and I don't know if you agree, is just as stressful. Yes. If not more stressful. It's always stressful, definitely. And on that note, Elena and I are actually going to go see an apartment mm -hmm. uh, to see if she wants to live there. So <laughs> stay tuned. In the next episode, we'll let you know what happened, if she picked something. Hopefully, maybe yes. we won't. Maybe we won't have an answer. <laughs> but <laughs> Keep your fingers crossed. Yes, uh, and see you next time. Later. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next week. Make sure to subscribe wherever you're listening, and check out our website, 
cloando.com. Email us your questions at learn at cloando.com and check out our Instagram, English with Cloando. We look forward to hearing from you. Thank you and goodbye. <laughs>